Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 122 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon's going to be back because we have a conversation we left you hanging on last week, and that is with Melissa Monty from the podcast called Mind Love. Now, if you are joining us for the first time, go back and listen to episode 121 and then come back and listen to this conclusion. It'll make a lot more sense because we're diving in where we left off. Now, Melissa is a sexual assault survivor. She also has overcome bulimia, is continually fighting in that struggle. And I mean, it's just gone through a lot of life. Yet you wouldn't know it just by her today. Here we go with the continuation of that episode, with that conversation. And uh, j- just, we want you to be inspired and even equipped to go live your life beyond the rut. So here we go. Recently, I I was going supposed to go to Australia a couple of weeks ago with my bestie. We had it all planned out and I get to the airport and my visa was denied. No. It, it, but it was going to take two to three weeks and our trip wasn't in two to three weeks. So it oh, was supposed wow. to be that day. And so we decided to get off on a, our stopover instead. We went to New Zealand. <laughs> but to do this, she got on the plane because hers wasn't denied. I needed to actually reroute my flight. It costs a bunch of money. But I go, we get to New Zealand. Like, okay, it's their summer. It'll be great. Um, she stayed there for her first night alone. So in in a hostel by herself. Oh, I'm used to traveling solo, so I'm cool with it. But so I get there and she's a little bit she's a little bit down because Auckland wasn't what she expected it to be. <laughs> um she doesn't really know how to like, she wasn't used to hostels, all this stuff. And so long story short, something about getting the visa denied was a a punch in the stomach from my past. <laughs> and um spiraling a little bit. It was like it was like this blow. Like I've worked so hard on this one thing. I had gotten this really bad DUI when I was in my early 20s. And so this one thing caused a trigger to get this <laughs> this uh this visa and for the first time in years I was my eating disorder triggered. Oh, wow. And it was just a really really hard time for me. And then to top it off New Zealand was cycloning. There was nothing to do there but eat. And and it was hard. And so it was this big wake-up call that everything's going to be a constant battle. And I I had to – I also didn't bring my best self journal, which I write in my – it's a gratitude journal. It's also a plan for the day. My routines are so important to the success of my life, to my happiness. And so without those things, I, I just thought I was going on this vacation. I thought I could handle it, but but – I wasn't, I, I wasn't keeping my routines. Mm-hmm. And, and so then these things come at me and I'm not able to properly process them. And, and it was hard. And I had to be compassionate with myself. I had to say, no, everything's fine. I went back to my routines, writing my gratitude journal. And instead of spiraling down and hitting another year of lows, it was two days of lows. And awesome. now I'm my, happy self again. I almost feel better than before. It was very humbling. And so, yeah, you, you have to be compassionate and you have to realize that it's going to be effort through the rest of your life and different things are going to come up and you'll take them as they come. It's not a straight path, <laughs> this life of ours. You're going right. to be going around trees and up <laughs> over hills and, and all yep. these things. So 
That's so good that you learned that lesson. It's like, cause you were at a good place and you're like, I'm sure at some point, maybe subconsciously, you're like, I got this. I've got my journal. I've got my routines. I'm, I'm good. And it's almost like, you know, God just says, well, let me take all that away and see what you can do. You know, it's like, you've got to create that yourself. But the other thing I love about that, and we said this on an earlier episode, I say this all the time. The way you speak to yourself is so important. Because if you, if somebody else spoke to you the way you speak to yourself, you'd probably punch them in the face or you would at least run or, you know, tell them, don't ever talk to me again. Because the things we say to ourselves are 10 times worse than anybody else would ever say, you know, you're fat, you're short, you're tall, you're whatever, you know, and we got to get that kind of stuff out of our head. You heard me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. subconscious. Agreed. And one of the biggest steps that was another light bulb moment for me is I was taking some goal setting courses. And one of the first things they had me do, two of them, two different ones, uh, was writing down our limiting beliefs. And so to me, I would, I used to see stuff like that and be like, oh, I already know mine. I tend to <laughs> look in the mirror and think I'm fat or whatever. But when you just pass it off like you already know it and you don't do the work, it doesn't have the same effect. And so I wrote down my limiting beliefs, ended up finding some new ones I didn't <laughs> think were there. Like I used to really focus on that I might be too ADD to accomplish anything because I feel like my dad was a little bit like that and he didn't really believe in himself in certain ways before he died. And so it was this fear that I didn't realize was there, which meant it was running parts of my life. And once I wrote it down and then took the steps, sounds cheesy, but I crossed it out and wrote an empowering belief. Like I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. If it's my, the other things that I didn't accomplish, it's because it wasn't my passion. It wasn't right for me. Something was off. And and then when those limiting beliefs came up, I was aware of them instead of them just affecting my next decision. And doing little things like that and being aware of the thoughts in our mind and not attaching to them is really important because most people have these conversations in their heads constantly. <laughs> That's not the real you. They're, they're first of all, chemical reactions. They're, they're the ego self. When you can bring awareness to those and even stop, meditation teaches this sometimes, is stopping when you have these loops of conversations in your head, when you're in the shower, arguing with your mom and your mom's not even there, <laughs> to stop and just say, I like to say thinking, thinking. And it kind of pulls me out of it and just realize, <laughs> oh, thinking's going on. Higher self, come out of this. Where's where's the the stillness here? And finding that, taking a deep breath, Another really good trick to do that I learned from somebody that was on my podcast, it's going to be an upcoming episode, is it, it's the it's really good for not only when you find yourself thinking about something that you're worried about, but if you feel stressed or anxious. Normally, when that happens, we also have tunnel vision and we don't realize it. And so put your arms out to, like you're on the cross and uh, bring your fingers into where you can just see them and wiggle them. And what that does is it puts your awareness to the periphery. And when you do that, you'll feel that your stress melts because you can't be in your periphery and in tunnel vision at the same time. And tunnel vision is that state of anxiety and of stress and of fear. And I've been, I've been cool. working on that since she told me about it. And it's amazing. It feels like a miracle. <laughs> it really cool. is cool. I remember from my army days, like if you found yourself breathing hard and heavy, especially when your adrenaline's pumping, uh, you know, of course, when adrenaline's pumping, you do focus. Mm -hmm. And of course, when people are shooting at you, you can't just have tunnel vision. You've got to be able to see around you as much as possible. That's one of the techniques you, you kind of pick up is you, you take a deep breath, hold it, and you just 
kind of control your breathing. I guess meditation does something similar where, or maybe yoga, something, something, you know, where you're controlling your breathing, you're slowing your heart rate down, uh, just enough that you, you're basically hacking the natural hack, which is, yeah. you know, that adrenaline's there for a reason. So you can, you know, not be eaten by a giant saber toothed tiger or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, probably exactly. a good thing. Yeah. They're still around, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. tells me don't get eaten by one when I go hiking. So, uh, but yeah, so I mean, there, there's a hack for that hack. And, and so, yeah, it's just, it's really neat. I'm going to. Breathing's really important yeah. too. I, I like to do that when I'm, I find myself in those thought loops is just take a deep breath because it's, it's really interesting that breath is this life force that goes into us. It's a huge part of a, our well-being. And most of us don't breathe very much, very deep. A lot of people suffer from sleep apnea. Yep. And when you take that deep breath, you're kind of providing yourself with with new life force. Mm-hmm. And when I had a, an instructor of the Wim Hof method on, and that's about cold exposure. Uh, Wim Hof uh, hiked, hiked Mount Everest in only shorts. He uh, broke a world record of longest ice bath of two hours crazy so fully submerged in ice for two hours and maintained his body temperature of 9.8 or 9 98.6 degrees 9.8 degrees he's dead (laughs) (laughs) but uh but something about listening to his method one of the people said something like wow it really shows us how little oxygen we're getting when when because he does this breathing technique before he goes into the ice and he'll take a deep breath all the way in and then expel it, but not all the way out. And so you keep doing that and never expel it all the way out. And so I picture it like packing in or packing breath into your body. And then he can go and be fully submerged in ice and other people can do it too. It's not just him. When he teaches his method, other people have found success. And so if you don't do that though, and you go into these things, you, you, can die of hypothermia and so it shows you that you can give your body these tools that can completely change the way your body is acting so nutrition breath water exercise very important to me and then what feed my mind and i it's baby steps it seems really overwhelming at first but if you make one change at a time now it's I, I, I kind of blow my mind sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I'm vegan. I like, exercise every day. Cool. <laughs> I, I do all these mindset things. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like a lot to do. But for me, it's I've already replaced so many habits that this is my habit now. And it's yeah. it comes pretty easy. Your life's not where it is. Or your life now is not where it was 10 years ago. That's for sure. Right. And now this might be off topic, but you know, the cool thing about being on Skype and you know talking with folks who like to talk with their hands, uh, I noticed you've got a tattoo on your right wrist of a dove. Mm-hmm. Is there a story behind yeah. that? Wow, that's really good. I thought it was a bracelet. You did? <laughs> I don't have good my- eyes. Because you're getting old, man. <laughs> My dad was very Christian and he had a hat with this on it. And for some strange reason, it always looked in immaculate condition for the 15 years he had it. And so when he died, my favorite photo of him is him and it's just in a lawn chair of my aunt's backyard. And he kind of has his hands clapped and he's got the big smile that he he always had and that hat on. And so I got it as a remembrance tattoo, although I am, I don't identify with Christianity anymore, mm-hmm. but I do, I, I do still have a spiritual practice and, and believe in God and all of that stuff. It's just a little bit less, um, I don't know. It's just a, li- <laughs> a little, a little different. Little, yeah. little less 
A little different. Compliance, I like that. I was going to say, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's just a, a different way to look yeah. at the same things. And I mean, the connection is your dad had something like that. That's really cool. Uh, thank you for sharing that, by the way. That I just I had to ask. You kind of put her really on cool. the spot. I know. I, yeah, I mean, we could always edit it, but I mean, that, I was like, there's a cool like, story. Hey, what's that over there? Yeah. yeah. I live in the spot. It's totally fine. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's really one of the reasons we wanted to have you on because you just you you are one of those people that you just are. You know, you're not. You know, and, and obviously, people listening to this know this. You turn on the TV or the Twitter or whatever it is. There's a lot of people at each other. You know, it's like I got to change what you're thinking to be like me. And, and when you can have a conversation and be around people that you don't a hundred percent agree with, that's called real living. Don't, if, if you look around and you go, everybody in my circle all agree with me a hundred percent about everything, get in a different circle. Cause you're in a really, really bad place. You should be exposed to people from other faiths and other, you know, li- way of lives and cultures and, and everything else. Cause you're never going to learn anything. You know, and we talked to uh, somebody, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, or maybe it was just aired. I can't remember um, who was the last person Keep we talked and- to. And you can, that we <laughs> heard Megan Valor. What's her name? Megan. Megan. I almost said Megan. I thought I don't, <laughs> I hate saying women's names wrong because you never know when you're going to get in trouble for that one. But, uh, Megan kind of had that same mindset. She, uh, has a, a daughter that has Down syndrome. And the first thing she did was start to expose herself to that kind of culture of, of people with babies that had di- Down syndrome so she could learn what to expect. And, and that's what I really liked about you and your story was you, you've exposed yourself to all of these things to learn, not just went, Oh, this is the path I'm taking, you know, from, for life. I'm, I'm dedicating everything to this. You, you've kind of had a wide variety of things at such a young age too, you know, cause if I can say you look young and you are young a couple of times, that'll always sound good. So. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. <laughs> yeah, I I think that we all, what resonates with each of us as individuals is going to be largely based on our life experience, uh, how we were raised, the things we have been exposed to. And so you can't judge other people's beliefs ever. A lot of the times their beliefs resonate with what they need the most. Mm -hmm. It's why I think Western religions tend to have one God because we have a democracy and it's kind of the opposite of that. It's the other side, the yin to the yang that they needed. Whereas in India, they have multiple or other countries have multiple gods when they have more of a dictatorship mm-hmm. or a singular leader. Um, and so it's, it's like the balance. And, and a lot of people don't understand how somebody can believe these things that sound crazy. But <laughs> if we all think of our own beliefs, it's going to sound crazy to somebody else. <laughs> no matter what it is. Think of the weirdest part of your own belief. The thing that you, you just want to 
speak to some like a, a Martian came and, and had no idea about anything. It's like, yeah, this is the history of this. And this happened and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, like the world was created in seven days and <laughs> or six days. And, and, uh, the apple and the snake, like it's not, it doesn't always sound logical to every single person, but right. once you, if that's what you resonate with, then, and that, that's what helps you become a better person. That's what gives you motivation to live your best life. Then who cares what other people believe? Exactly. As long as, long as I, I have my pillars and I, I find it's a lot easier to make decisions once I found myself enough to know what's really important in my life, what I want my legacy to be. And they're simple, but it ends up being really easy for me to make decisions now. One of the biggest ones is I want to make all my decisions based on love instead of fear. So do I, and I know this isn't going to be popular in Texas, but remember I'm in California. Do I believe <laughs> so that we should all have these guns to protect us in case something goes awry? Not quite. Um, do I believe we should go to war? Um, no, I don't. I don't think it's a, it's something based on love and, and that's fine. I understand both sides and, and I used to think different. I used to be on the other side of a lot of different things, but if it doesn't fit in my pillar, then it just doesn't fit in my life. Doesn't mean I'm going to go out and be an activist for that. Yeah. <laughs> it just means that that that's what I believe. And, and that, and I'm not going to focus on certain things that don't feel light. That's good. I, I, I find a lot of, uh, you know, in, in the business world, especially this is kind of true. A business will not have their kind of pillars or the things they stand for. So they try to do everything. So we're going to be all things to all people. And the business generally ends up kind of either flailing about or it, it, it isn't successful because you've got to do that one thing or maybe the couple of things that, that everything flows through that. I, I, I do that. And today I had a conversation with somebody and I promise I'm going to follow through on what I said I was going to do today. But, uh, cause I know she listens when somebody <laughs> asks for a charitable contribution or they want, you know, to support their cause, whatever it is, it has to go through a certain filter for me. It's like, does it fit the things that, that I care about that I want to support? And maybe your organization is, you know, to save sea turtles. And that's awesome. I love sea turtles too, but that's not where I'm focused. I'm focused over here. Then that's the kind of filter I run things through. I'm not against it. It's just, I want to put my energy to, to what I care about and not negative energy. I always tell people, don't tell me what you're against. Tell me what you're for, you know, mm -hmm. to just say, well, well, that other side, they're horrible people. Okay, fine. They're horrible people. But what do you stand for? Instead of just being, a, don't vote against things, vote for things, you know, and, and that's yeah. positive. I love it. And it, yeah, it's too many people have this us or them mentality. Right. I don't yeah. think how that's how it should be. You should just take responsibility for what you are doing, what energy you are bringing to the world. Like I said, I like my pillars are love over fear, leave things better than how I found them. And so that's also why part of the reason I'm vegan. Um, the meat industry can be very bad on the environment. Uh, I don't believe I, I believe in life and, and not causing harm to other things. I carry spiders outside though. So <laughs> I don't kill them anymore. I will carry them outside. <laughs> Okay, that's weird. We can't do that. We'll have to cut that part out. That's too weird. But like California, but but it's it's important to me. And so I've been focusing now on uh, having less waste and just just little things like that. But mm -hmm. it's 
I can make the decision of what, if I think something's right or not in a second because of my pillars. I love that. You know, you were talking about explaining what you stand for and your beliefs to, to like an alien. I heard a comedian say once, you know, what was the first thing? What was the reaction when the first like guy hugs somebody? You know, it's like, why are you hugging me? You know, that makes sense now. It's like, of course you would hug somebody, but the first person that did it, it had to be really weird. It's like, yeah, why are they trying to attack me? What's going on here? Or the first high five. It's like, what are you doing? Put, Put your hand down. Or the first professional cuddler. Yeah. They have. Uh, Somebody had to start uh, it. Think of how many lonely people there are that don't get physical touch. And so it's completely non-sexual and it's just where you can go. And they have meetups where a lot of people cuddle together and you can even go without cuddling just to get exposed to it. You can have a professional cuddler come to your house and they'll kind of, they have techniques like holding your head and. Okay, you. Melissa, you're losing us now. No, so, no. Uh, somebody, <laughs> was, somebody competed on America's Got Talent and that was the talent. I heard that. She didn't really? make it, but yeah. I yeah. haven't. Yeah, but I I think it's amazing. And and think of it like human touch is important. That's why when kids are, this is awful, but when people are like children are kidnapped and they never get love and they're down in a basement there, they, they grow up to be completely different than if they would have had a loving physical touch. So I'm actually, that's another future episode. I am interviewing her next week and I'm really excited because I have not gone through professional cuddling not been exposed to it but it sounds pretty amazing well it's getting late and i know i want to cuddle with jerry here <laughs> wait, so. wait what <laughs> it's been that's, a long week that's jerry. not the relationship we've got i've been telling you this <laughs> well melissa i know that you know a lot of people uh, are probably hearing about you or meeting you for the first time especially on our show if they want to get in touch with you and kind of learn more about you tell us tell us the best way to do that well, the best place to find me is on my podcast, Mind Love. You can search your favorite podcast player or go to mindlove.com. And yeah, like, I, like I've been talking about, it's all about shifting your mindset to level up your life. I bring on inspiring guests every episode and they talk about how they're somehow pushing the boundaries of mediocrity or, or increasing their happiness or success all with the power of the mind. Everything comes back to mindset for me. And if you choose it, then you have to choose your life. And when you do, you can, you can choose anything and be whoever you want to be and be as happy as you want to be, but it's going to take work. And, and my podcast gives you the action items to get there. I love your dog's name because it's a very Texan kind of dog name, <laughs> Maverick Danger. Maverick Danger. I love that. Yeah, I, I was living in Texas when I got him, and so it was part of the inspiration for the name. But when I first moved to Texas, I didn't have any friends, so I bought one, and <laughs> that's him. And now he's been my little sidekick. He just turned 11 a couple days ago. <laughs> dogs are the best friends ever. I mean, oh when God, I come home amazing. and my two dogs are like, yeah, you're home. I'm like, that's the best <laughs> thing ever. And you're on Twitter as uh, at real Donald Trump. Uh, no, wait. What? <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't think that's hers. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Somebody's running that. <laughs> Mind Love Melissa is my personal account, and Mind Love Podcast is my podcast account. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. It was great to get to meet you and hear your story and find out a little bit more about you and how you got to where you are now. And we'll have all of that stuff in the show notes. And we just really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. If you like everything you heard in this episode, check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 122. There you'll find links to Melissa's resources, her website, her podcast, but also we're going to link back to the last week's show in case you, you didn't take our advice and listen to episode 121 first. You can go there and say, ah, oh, that's the link and go backwards. 
Uh, if any books were mentioned, we're going to have those links there. And again, you can just share us with your friends, your family members, your coworkers, and that neighbor across the street, because that's the best way you can support our show. You can also contact us. We're on Twitter at Beyond the Rut. We're also on Facebook by the same name, Beyond the Rut. We're also available via email. So if you want to type us a long story and connect with us, info at beyondtherut.com. And there you can just chat away with us. We'd be more than happy to respond to you. So we're coming back in a week. Until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. All right, so I got it recorded, but in a moment when we're ready to start the show, I'll do a uh, just a quick countdown, three, two, one. I'll do it very staccato, so I'll know on the waveform that's where I want to cut out. And he likes using yeah. the word staccato. Staccato, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played tuba, man. It's just... <laughs> I play piano, so I like it too. There you go, Woo-hoo. see? Yeah. Okay, band nerds. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what? I was known for being able to... Anyway, that's not important, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.